Chakra Girl Radio with Amberly Lyons is an uncut look into the lives of today's influencers to create real conversation about spirituality, modern girl problems, and the balance between vodka and green juice, gurus and Gucci. We're getting real about the chaos, mistakes, and meltdowns that come along with success. Here's your main chakra girl, Amberly Lyons. Welcome back to Chakra Girl Radio. This is Amberly Lyons, your spiritual BFF, and I am on a mission to make the world more chic and connected, one activated chakra at a time. So thanks for coming along with me. Today we are chatting with Kate Robinson. She is the Senior Vice President of Brand and Creative at Alex and Annie. I feel like you've definitely heard of them. They're an eco-conscious jewelry line rooted in positivity and purpose. We are chatting about fully expressing yourself in an empowering way, using jewelry and symbols to set intention and create energy and like a wild light bulb moment that Kate shared this like amazing learning with me about different metals and how they support us in manifesting. So stay tuned. So much goodness. Okay. Also, she has my favorite ever manic moments in manifesting meltdown ever, like ever. It is the best. So you have to listen. So I hope everyone is doing well. Summer is coming around. We're so excited. The weather is getting nicer. I'm actually going camping this weekend. And I know I get it. It's not super on brand for me, but it, I guess it's more glamping. We're going to be in a cabin. Actually, I don't know if it's glamping because I haven't seen the cabin. So I'm kind of worried and scared. I actually ordered a tent just in case, like, well, I'll be sleeping outside in a tent so that I don't get bed bugs or something. Um, but here in BC, Canada, social distancing is over. So we are allowed to congregate with up to six people and a lot of businesses are reopening. So bless that. It's really nice. I know it's not the same for the rest of the world. So sorry, love you guys. But for us, it's pretty good. But I mean, if you're still stuck at home, go do the inner work. I have been doing so much deep inner work on 5d five dimensional ascension. And we actually just launched a 5d course, which you can squeak into still. We're only a couple days in and we're doing like a full on six week 5d and soul star chakra ascension to activate your highest self, live your purpose with ease and just get hotter and wealthier and have more fun. When we stop making excuses and setting up blocks for ourselves, I will tell you life is pretty damn grand. Okay. So check it out. You go to trainings.chakragirlcode.com slash soul dash star. And we will also link you in the show notes, but we would love to have you. And it's only $77, which is insane. I'm an expensive bitch. And usually something like this, where I'm showing up to these live calls and like answering questions in the Facebook group, like would be thousands of dollars, but I want everyone to get in on this hot 5d tip, open your hearts, elevate. So join us guys. Again, it's trainings.chakragirlco.com slash soul dash star. In the first week we're doing full on chakra clearing, heart chakra opening, getting you all primed and prepped. And then week two, we're doing like a mind and body activation where we're just getting hotter and more connected physically and mentally. And then week three is going to be soul and energy where we're talking about manifesting money, purpose, and those kind of deeper things. And then week four is about finding ease in your purpose and ease in your action. So we are going deep guys. And I'm so excited. Then after that, you have two more weeks of your rituals and the miracles are just going to be flying. So it really is six weeks altogether because you're going to be doing a 40 day 5d ritual devotion. 
It's next level shit, guys. I'm going to give you the URL one more time. Three times a charm. Trainings.chakragirlco.com slash soul dash star. And I'll also link you in the show notes. So check it out and I'll see you in there, guys. Okay, let's get into the chakra tip. I am all about clearing the digestion tract. (laughs) Um, That is where the sacral chakra, the sacral chakra worthiness is, the creativity. So when we can focus on our digestion and be clear and not bloated, then we feel so much better. We're more creative. We have more energy. We have that feminine power. So I've been really living for digestive enzymes, okay? And it also kills bloat. So I'm actually taking two of them before bed. And then if I'm going to be eating like a bigger meal, I'll take two of them with the meal. I feel like different brands have different rules or like different quantities, obviously that you take, but I'm really living for the digestive enzymes. I'm really loving it. And then that also brings me to my chakra shout out, which is love wellness. So that's the brand that I'm using, not sponsored, but open to it. I'm actually using them. And the reason I'm using them is because they were created by a former cast member of the Hills. Do we remember Lo Bosworth? She created this line of it's all about like feminine health and like digestive health. So there's like urinary tract health stuff. There's yeast health, like pH balancing stuff. Oh, I actually just realized I bought the, like a vagina soap too, (laughs) that is supposed to be like pH balancing, but I keep forgetting to use it. Bless. I need to put it in my shower. So I'm loving the product so far. I've been taking the vitamins for a few days. I got the probiotic. I got the digestive enzymes. Um, what else did I get? Oh, I got like a fiber pill. So that one I haven't started taking yet, but I, so, so far I'm feeling really good. So definitely check them out. It's love wellness and their branding is super cute too. Like the bottles are adorbs. Okay. Also fun side story regarding low Bosworth and the whole cast of the Hills. I've probably told this before on the podcast, but when I was 21 in like the heyday of the hills. I went to Vegas with all my friends to celebrate our 21st birthdays and they were filming an episode of the hills at LAX, which is like a nightclub in Vegas. I don't know if it's still there, but it was cool then. I don't think it is anymore. And we, me and my friend obviously snuck into where they were filming and she was like, I don't know, kind of like flirting with one of the guys. And so we literally hung out with the people from the Hills. And then at the end of the night, they were all like getting into a limo and I got in the limo with them and Brody put his hand on my lap and said he wanted to have sexy times with me, but I didn't do it. I did not do it. I was not into it. He was very drunk and him and Frankie were like peeing in a bush. Like it was like embarrassing. And then my friend and I were just like annoyed at them because they were just being like super just like drunk and annoying. So we were like, the hills are dead to me. And we actually said that to them. We actually screamed it. We were like, the hills are dead to me. And then we ran away. Um, Also, Lo Bosworth was there and she gave me plenty of dirty looks, but I get it. I snuck into their limo. I'd give me a dirty look too. So anyways, the hills are dead. Take your enzymes. Join me in the 5D course and let's get into this episode. Welcome back 
to Shocker Girl Radio. We're here today with Kate Robinson. She's the Senior Vice President of Brand and Creative at Alex and Annie, which is an eco-conscious jewelry line designed and crafted in America. Rooted in positivity and purpose, Alex and Annie is set on empowering self-expression, connecting wearers to themselves, their passions, and the world around them. So this jewelry line is more of a movement and a community, and it's just so amazing, you guys. You have to check it out. Welcome to the show, Kate. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yay, same. Let's dive in to our slumber party questions. What is your morning ritual? My morning ritual is like my lifeline, particularly now. I get up pretty early. I get up around 4.30. I have a back deck that overlooks the water. So in all weather, cold, warm, anything, I get out there and I do my morning meditation um, and I really take a good 10 minutes to just be conscious of the day and where I am. It helps me wake up and feel energized. I come in, I have my tea in the morning. I take my dogs for a walk. I come home. I do my gratitude writing in the morning, which is a hard thing for me to do, but I do it. Mm-hmm. And then I get my girls up and start getting ready for school. But that, you know, good hour alone, no matter what I'm doing is really like the best I can get towards a routine sometimes. Well, and I love that you do that because I feel like some moms, like they get stuck and like, well, like, you know, I have to get my kids ready. Like I can't meditate. I don't have time for myself. And it's like, well, you, maybe you just have to get up at 430. <laughs> yeah, you do, as it turns out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but I love that you go outside, but like you're in LA, right? I'm in Rhode Island. I'm on the exact opposite side. Oh my gosh. Okay. So like, does it, doesn't it get like cold there? It is cold, but it's like, the it, again, it's the most refreshing thing you can do. So grab a blanket and go sit outside. But it, I mean, there's nothing like it for me. Like I'm such a nature girl. I've got to plug in in the morning. Okay. I feel like I need to like try this. I have a beautiful patio as well. And I like literally went out there first time for the first time this year yesterday. <laughs> so okay. it's time to go outside. I love that. Okay. What is your favorite crystal? Oh, well, it varies all the time, but right now I am particularly drawn to malachite um, and I keep grabbing for it. And I have a lot of nice pieces of it. I like to keep it around, but um, right now in particular, I have it on all the time as well. Mm. And what does malachite do? I think for me, it's kind of just, I I like the idea of, it always makes me feel like it's like a sponge, you know, the absorption part of malachite, I think is really the cool part for me. I like obviously the protection and it guards against, you know, radiation of all kinds. Um, But for me, I feel like I'm kind of a sponge, you know, a big time sponge for other people's stuff and even my own stuff. Um, so for me, it kind of feels like just a layer of protection in that sense that it defers and kind of takes on some of the things for me. Okay. I love that. And also like anyone that's on that 5g tip, <laughs> like that sounds like that will help you out with that as well. Yeah. Who is your favorite Kardashian? Oh God, this one varies. It's like the crystals for me. I know. It varies season to season. <laughs> this season, I am obsessed with Chloe again. Yes. She's looking so good. Oh my God, I know. And a lot of it's just that. Like she's giving me a lot of motivation. Yeah, same. I'm like, okay, you know, if she can like really, yeah, she's really like whipped herself into shape and she's like, I don't know. And 
like with that comes the confidence. Like it's obviously not just about like looking amazing. It's like, she's really just taken control of her life and her independence. And it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And like, she's a powerhouse. I feel like totally. And I'm like, okay, good riddance, Courtney. Like it's like, we don't want your vibes yeah. anymore. <laughs> and I used to love Courtney. But I'm like, Same. Oh, yes. <laughs> you know, oh, well, she'll bless her. She'll come back. Like, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, what is your sun sign? And do you know your moon and your rising? I do. Um, I am an Aries sun okay. sign. And my rising sign is a Cancer. And my moon sign is a Virgo. Ooh. Very, like girl power vibes oh yeah so good what are you what's your like favorite part about it I feel like it's a good balance of things you know it's interesting because I I'm a twin I have a twin brother um and I think it's really interesting like we compare things a lot you know to find kind of the nuances and where I've kind of leaned into maybe more of the emotional side and cancer um, he's leaned into more, I'd say the kind of the Virgo sign of us and, and we're always going through different dualities of it, but I think that there's a good balance for me and like my general sense of, I get really hot headed, I can get really stubborn, you know, and there's a nice balance in there. I've been able to kind of like emotionally guide myself from a maturity standpoint over the years of taking better stock and understanding of the rising in the moon, which I didn't know much about until a few years ago. But there's a, it's given me a lot of ammunition on how to mellow myself out and kind of be a little bit more present, which mm. I'm not great at. Yeah, I, yeah, <laughs> same. But no, I totally, actually, one of my best friends is a Cancer, and I feel like same thing. I feel like she's just kind of like evolved into herself. Yeah, it's like that. more of my aspirational sign. Yes, yes, okay, <laughs> I love it. Um, what is your current isolation guilty pleasure? Um binge watching television and eating chips, you know, like like anywhere I can lock myself into. Uh, What are you watching? I've been like on a, I mean, I watched Tiger King and was like equal horrified and, you know, mesmerized. (laughs) I have gotten back into, I watched all of the um, Goop Lab series. I got caught up there. I was super into the Watchmen. Um, the Marvel series. It was really cool. And now I'm watching, um, the Ozarks. Oh my God. Ozarks. So good. Yeah. I just started. I'm, I'm loving it. I feel like I need to sage myself after every episode because it's so like dark and ominous, but it's worth it. It's like, it's like the good kind of dark. I don't know. I just love it. But you're right. You do feel like you need to kind of like cleanse yourself off a little. Yeah. (laughs) Well, let me know when you're done because like the final episode is wild. I can probably power through it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You're like, give me a day. Yeah. We watched it in, I think like two or three days. So sounds good. Oh my God. Okay. Amazing. So let's talk about you. So tell us about your own spiritual journey and how that correlated with your business and really making the spirituality side of it part of the life's work. I'd say I, I think I started my spiritual journey. I'd say pretty young, I I come from a really, I'd say, progressive, open-minded, powerhouse family of females. You know, so my mom and her sisters have kind of fundamentally allowed my mind and my brain and my heart to stay open to learning and have encouraged and kind of 
shown and, and um, you know, expose me to lots of great, cool concepts and other thoughts, alternative thinking from a very young age. But my father passed away when I was 13. And I think it really, and I, I mean in every sense of the word, and in the ways that you can imagine, and, and then kind of the ways that you can't even just pushed me to really think about what we're doing here. And it was, I became just obsessed with the thought of it, you know, and it wasn't out of a sadness or a loss feeling of just a, well, what is he doing? And what am I doing? And, and I, I just became kind of enthralled with the idea of making moments count and, and really being aware of what I was doing and am I wasting time? Am I not doing the right thing? I think it started to really make me aware of that internal gauge of, am I on or off course? And I think that really kind of strengthened me through my teen years and, and then going off to college, um, I had a pretty, um, I'd say unusual early beginning. I went to college for a couple of months, dropped out, and again, had that like loud ringing in my ear of, this isn't for you, you can do something else. So I dropped out of college, I moved down to Philadelphia, um, and I kept practicing I kept pushing and it was it was early and I'm 40 now so this was like you know 98 99 it, pre a lot of accessible information so I felt like I just was on this eternal quest to meet people who had answers for me mm. I just felt like this crazy restless energy at that point in my life of pushing myself really hard but dying for connections and answers and knowledge and kind of hungry for the person that could tell me like how to make sense of the messes I felt like I'd made or the the situations I got myself into. So I'd say I've just had the advantage of being able to learn from a lot of people. Yeah. Like at that time, like it wasn't like normal to have like a computer and like the internet even then, right? Like there wasn't that much information that you like. So where were you finding these people? I think you meet one great person person. And I think if you're open and you're, um, you're communicative and you're, you're kind of humble to it, people want to tell you who, where people are, you know? So I think if you just say like, listen, I'm trying to learn here, what can you tell me? Who can I meet? Like if you're, if you're kind of keeping your eyes open to it, you'll find the breadcrumb to the right people, Mm -hmm. you know, and one person as a mentor is just a great pathway into other great people. You know, so you scratch the surface once and you find, you find the, the gold and you're, you're going to keep looking for it and keep finding it. Oh, I love that. So were there like, were they like healers or was it just kind of like a bunch of different modalities or what were the kind of like core things that you felt were like the confirmations that you were on the right path? I think that there was a lot of people weighing in, you know, I, I spoke to anyone who I felt like, and I think a lot of times in my youth, I felt like healers were really more on what was going to happen, you know, and it took me a while to kind of understand that they were helping me figure out where I was and what to do in that moment to get to the next place. Like, I think I sought out a lot of these answers because I had this fear of the unknown and this fear of like, I don't understand what's going to happen next. But it took that work and being the right people and kind of having them rephrase what I was thinking about. Stop waiting for what's about to happen. You have to, you have to get back to where you are. Um, and it really kind of, it made me more aware of how to choose the right opportunity, how to put myself out there. I felt like I was such a introvert at the time. So it took a lot of work, I think, to kind of unpack me and, and figure out like, how can you have a bigger, clearer, better voice 
Um, and how can you get what you want? Like that was the biggest, hardest thing for me of like, how am I ever going to get what I want? Like, look what I've done, you know? So there were so many great people. And I, I found, I really, um, I'd say early on, like the first thing that really clung with me was just energy work, you know? And that, that was the first thing I felt like I got it and it made sense to me. And I felt the shifts, you know, it's the one thing I could actually kind of pick up on myself. Okay. I love that. And like, what a great like entry level into all of this as well. So then once you were like starting to do the spiritual work, starting to do the inner work, at what point did Alex and Annie come along? I'd say, so I had um, worked in cosmetics most of my life. I kind of just pushed through and and kept moving myself around there um, and thought I'd always be in that vein. And, And I had my daughter when I was 28, Um, I was traveling all over the place at that point for work and it was really just like it had just started the brand had just gotten going and it was kind of a sensation when it first came out and people were just so mesmerized you know so you heard about it a lot it was there a lot but I started getting the bracelets as gifts and you know I connected with the brand as a consumer so much in the beginning because it really felt like, I mean, I was going through some personal stuff at the time and it made me feel incredibly in control of what I was trying to bring in. And I always thought of the charms as really kind of like willing active energy and and thinking about intention and what you wear that gives you ammunition for that day. Um, So I started just keeping my, my eyes open on what was going on. It was very tiny at the time. And then they posted a job and it was a big change. I'd say, I mean, it was, a, it was a step down from where I was. It was a smaller role, but I, I just couldn't let go of it. And I jumped on it. Um, and I said, it doesn't matter. This is the right thing for you. Just take a risk here because it's going to pay off. So, and it did. That's amazing. I love that. So, and then the brand also has like the self-expression element of it. So what were you like a big part of bringing that in or like, what was your kind of philosophy on making it not just a jewelry brand, like something that actually changes people, shifts people and elevates people? I think for me, like the, the journey with Alex and Ani and in my role and kind of overseeing the product people, the brand and marketing people, the creative services and merchandising functionality. And for me, it's, I'm always trying to kind of push the lens of why. Okay. So let's have a quick chat about luxury and spirituality. If you are listening to this, I am sure you enjoy the finer things in life that you're super intentional. And that means you would love my jewelry brand prism and no It's not that hippy-dippy spiritual jewelry. It's like chic, elegant, gold and silver jewelry with your choice of diamonds or white topaz, and every piece is made with intention. We have a solar plexus activating necklace that makes you more abundant, and I get so many compliments on it. It's called the Sunray Necklace. We have a moon necklace that reminds you to honor all sides of yourself, even your shadows, and we have an entire fifth dimension 5D consciousness collection if you are ready to go super deep into your ascension. And I'll also add that I have two beautiful co-founders. One of them is my amazing friend Chantal, who designs all of our jewelry. And the other is Whitney Rose from The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Yes, one of my business partners is one of The Real Housewives. And I have married all my favorite things in life, spirituality, fashion, and reality TV. But I digress. It is time to treat yourself. Get something chic. Don't wait for someone else 
to buy jewelry for you. Women have this weird thing about buying jewelry for themselves, but in my opinion, jewelry is something that becomes part of your soul. So you need to pick it out for yourself with your intentions in mind. So go treat yourself. I'm giving you 11% off anything on the shop. Yes. A discount for diamonds. It's unheard of. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use chakra girl at checkout. And every piece also comes with an intention setting ritual to infuse your own intentions into your jewelry to just create the best life. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use code chakra girl at checkout. Why do you think we create symbols and, and meaning, you know, why did that modality appeal to the brand? Like I always hold us accountable for clarifying why humans are drawn to symbols and meaning, you know, and it's beyond just sentimental. Like I got this as a gift because I graduated, you know, like we want to wear our achievements. We want to wear our loss. We want to wear our heartache and our wins and our loves and, you know, surrounding yourself with parts of your identity make you feel strong and empowered and capable, you know, so that's why the jewelry exists. And that's the difference for me between like, Oh, symbols are trending and, and what we're trying to actually do. So it's kind of my job to always keep us on that course of reminding our customer and our, our internal people, why do we create this way? Like, and why is it so inspiring and so impactful to humans to wear relics of who they are on their wrist? And it's so interesting too, because I haven't done like a ton of research on this, but when you think back to like ancient geometry or like, um, even, you know, I don't know, just like anything from back, back in the day before we had our written language, like they use symbols for everything. It's like our brains are already programmed to recognize symbols and to make them like, and that they make you feel something. Absolutely. And it's a universal language, you yeah. know, something everyone gets. Yeah. I love that. So in the way that things are kind of like going today, what are some ways that we can keep that empowerment and keep that connection to our mental health and to our own inspiration? I think it's just those little check-ins of, I, I find like if I'm in a moment of uncertainty, particularly right now where everything feels so volatile, um, remembering what you have as simple as that sounds, you know, and, and those reminders of what you've done, what you've had, what you've accomplished, like more often than not, or I think are just good reminders that we have enough, you know, that we've, we've built enough, we're strong enough, we are enough to be able to weather a storm, mm-hmm. you know? So I think a lot of our customers and our fans have kind of taken um, the value of, of what they've achieved to this point as they kind of go into the next few months of uncertainty as a reminder of I've come this far, you know? So sometimes I think our role as a brand shifts with what's happening globally or, or what we're, what we're sort of pursued in response to. And right now it's very much, I think, reminders of where we came from and what we've achieved. Mm, I love that. And then using, you know, even then use setting your own symbols, using the jewelry as a symbol. And that's the thing with crystals too. It's like, yeah, crystals have those metaphysical powers and they have a vibration, but so much of it is about that intention that you put into it. So if you can really think of your achievements and what you're proud of, you're putting that energy and intention into that object or that piece of jewelry. Absolutely. And I mean, it's the coolest thing about jewelry is it's metal. You know, so you've got this incredible superconductor, you know, we create with a lot of copper. So our brass is like 92% copper, you know, so it's an incredible conductor of what's happening inside of you. 
Oh, I love that. So can you tell us a little bit more about the science with that? Like, how does that actually work from like a frequency perspective? Well, I mean, I think it, you can you can understand it at the most surface level of metals a conductor wearing different types of metals either has a physical property, you know, so if you took it from just the viewpoint of copper is a healthy metal, it's anti-inflammatory, it calms things down, you know, from the very kind of like health basis to then the, uh, the uh, spiritual identity of copper, silver, or gold. Um, you can believe, I think, as much or as little as you're willing to understand about it. You know, we like to think about the metal and the way we treat and handle the metal when it's being created and the energy that's imbued into the metal as part of the process. You know, and I think for us, it's just about armoring our fans with something that we believe in. You know, so when we say our pieces are infused with positive energy, that means something to us that's important as we put jewelry out into the world. You know, for, I think for people that are kind of comprehending what alchemy is and what, what the ancient art of metal smithing is, you can get lost in it. It's as symbolic and amazing as, as any of the literal symbols that we represent, but I love elements. Like I love the idea that combining things makes something else, you know? So metal is one of my favorite forms of expression that we work with. Mm, I didn't even, I never even thought about that, about metal being a conductor. Like it makes so much sense. And like, you know, silver is the moon metal. It's the metal of protection, you know? So gold, the metal of attraction, like it's such a cool thing. And it's so secondary to some people, I think, you know, me too, included until I knew it when you're just looking at a piece of jewelry, but there's so much interesting stuff in what we're drawn to and why we wear what we wear. And I, I love it. That's so cool. Okay. So say that again. So what is, what one is silver? What one is gold? And then does copper have its own thing too? So copper is a conductor, you okay, know, so it definitely. generally amplifies other metal around it, you okay. know, so you kind of use it that way. Right. Um, but it's also a bridge, you know what I mean? So it can kind of bridge and connect other types of metals. Um, gold is the sun metal, which is really cool. So it's, you know, if you think about the alchemic symbols look like this too. So they're, they're really interesting to look at for metal. Um, you know, so, but gold is a metal of attraction. So anything that you're trying to bring in or kind of you're wearing it to attract or bring something in or to actually like will something towards you where silver, it's a high conductor also, but it's a protective metal, you know? So we think about, we call, we call it moon metal a lot and just thinking about it that way because, but it almost creates like that, like nice kind of magical feeling of protection and force field and it's, it's not like a, you know, a, a protective in the way a gemstone might act, but it's got that kind of pushed out element to it where the gold is sort of bringing things in. Interesting. I didn't know any of that. And then when you think of it, it's like also like a coat of armor is silver. Yeah. Oh. yeah and you think about how widely silver has been used for so long and, you know, there's a lot of reasons to it. Magical. Okay. I love that. And then you guys have a Mother's Day and spring collection coming out. Tell me about that. We tend to, like, whenever we're going into a collection, like, we'll, we'll come out from the design perspective. We'll start with the idea of um, what are we trying to say? So a lot of times we're thinking about, like, it's spring. What do we want our customer to be able to wear or experience? And this spring, we thought a lot about, we, we were really inspired by the honeybee and the idea of hives and connection and community. 
kind of like you're coming out of the winter and a lot of us have been in a little bit more of a state of isolation. So thinking about that collective energy and how we all work together and how, you know, we're kind of connected at the hip to achieve a bigger goal. That was a lot of the thinking and the ethos behind spring. We also worked with a lot of natural elements. So we had some pressed flowers in there and some really kind of grounding moments from the earth but just an awakening. Like we are always trying to think about like awakening connection and amplifying in spring. Mm -hmm. um, and then as we move into Mother's Day, the big thing that we're always trying to communicate, we did the pearl collection, which I love because I love pearls too. And kind of the legacy idea of what pearls hold and the wisdom of pearls. Um, but then beyond that, we just did a really nice, like we do, um, I think a lot of our business at Mother's Day because people are just reminded of that connection. You know, so they're thinking about honoring motherhood their own mothers but just like the the mothering vibe of earth of being present of taking care of things of nurturing so a lot of our symbolism that comes to life at mother's day is really the mother in all of us and of how we nurture and grow things mm, that's so important i know that's something that i worked on a lot this year is like tapping into my own nurturing energy not only nurturing others but like nurturing yourself is so important yeah. too and then you mentioned something about bees and the hive for the I'm obsessed for the with bees okay. I love the symbolism of bees I, I mean I feel like like you're you're never going to meet a species that just is born with an inherent knowledge of what they're supposed to do like yeah. it's pretty amazing that that they know you know, like you think about like a little baby bee just coming out and immediately understanding how to build a hive. It's yeah. incredible. And not only do they know how to do that, they know their role within it. You know, so I think that there's this beautiful kind of organized chaos to the hive that it may look kind of crazy and they fly in swarms and they're everywhere. And you know, even a little scary at times, but, <laughs> but what they know how to do and how they know how to contribute is incredible. Like it's a beautiful testament to the natural order in nature, you know? So I think when you wear that kind of energy, you're really thinking about my role, what I'm good at, like just the, what I was born to do, what I was born to contribute. And we have a much bigger hive as a collective, but we all have a passion that we're either doing professionally or we're doing as a side hustle or we're doing just in our lives you know, but when we really sink into our inherent born talents, like it it turns into this incredible collective. Mm. And I feel like that's what you guys have really created with your brand as well. It's like, it's not just, you know, a jewelry brand. It's like you guys have created a community and a movement and, you know, a bunch of women who have the same views and they've all come together, you know, with your brand as the epicenter. So how can you, what's, what suggestions do you have for people who want to step into more of a leadership role? They want to create community, like where can they start? I, I'd say, again, it's, it's really understanding yourself in the hive. Like let's use like any work example as like a hive. You, and you have a lot of people, I think that you've got this incredible generation of entrepreneurs right now, you know, and a lot of people like that I think were able to say, I'm best working on my own. I need to drive the ship and I need to kind of command the spotlight. Um, I'm going to do this myself. And I think right now what it feels like is there's a lot of ways to get there. You know, and I think within that, though, is the other side of the pendulum of you don't have to do that either, though. You know, you could be the kind of person that functions really well in a collective. You know, there's not like not everyone is a leader. And I think that's the part that's kind of hard to understand as you're cultivating your career and you're thinking about what you're good at. 
there's a lot of different personalities that work with me on my teams and it's okay to not want to be a leader and it's okay if that doesn't feel natural for you there's so many roles that make things successful and there's lots of different roles at the top you know leadership is a very specific skill you know but self-identity discovery and, and kind of tapping into your power like that might not be the same role for everyone so that top ceo role is not necessarily going to be happiness for every single person mm, yeah that's such an important point because i feel like we've all kind of had this we got to climb the ladder we got to get to the top but it's like but like where do you really want to be how do you really want to feel on a day-to-day -day basis while you're working like you know, being up there is not necessarily the going to bring you the life that you want. And it may come at different times. You know, I think we all have this kind of unnatural expectation right now, too, that we better be running something in five years. You yeah. know, like there, what used to be a 20 year career, like that expectation has been collapsed down into such a short runway for most people getting going that they feel a failure if they're not moving up every six months in their in their company or their role or their even you know their own business. Yeah. I think that we have unrealistic realistic expectations about how long it takes sometimes to hit the stride. Yeah. And we we mentor a lot of entrepreneurs and it's the same thing. It's like some people do become overnight success hundred percent. But then it's like you can't be comparing yourself to everyone else and thinking that that's going to be the thing that makes you happy. Like you need to find, you know, if you're, if you're not the overnight success, that means that it's time to like figure out what you really want and how you want it to go, you know, dig deeper internally, and then you'll get the result and just being clear on where you actually want to go. Yeah. And you have so much of that overnight success kind of front and center right now. Yeah. You know, like it's the heyday of digitally native brands. Like you're seeing someone that's doing an interview and they're like, well, I had this idea and there was a gap in the market. So I made this and now it's hugely successful yeah. and it's great. And it really does happen. But we see so much of that where we wouldn't have before, you know, so you're hearing every single one of those success stories and those anomaly moments and you stop seeing the millions of people that have tried to do that too, and maybe haven't gotten there on a two-year trajectory, you know? So it's just okay to be on a different path than the person that you're hearing about or listening to. Yes, I love that. And that, again, that comes like full circle to the self-expression, the self-empowerment and everything that you guys are about and like digging deeper and knowing who you actually are and what you actually want and not, and kind of like, putting your blinders on and not trying to compare yourself to anyone else. Yeah. Love it. Okay. Amazing. So let's move on to manic moments and manifesting where we talk about our last meltdown and the last thing that we manifested. So I can go first. I didn't do my ritual yesterday and I was really shaming myself for it. Like I was like, you're a fraud. Like what's wrong with you? <laughs> like really like being mean to myself. And then I was like, okay, you know what? And I ended up, um, Cause I was sitting at my computer still in my pajamas with like a disgusting messy bun in my head working frantically away and just like so stressed out. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to document this. And I ended up like taking a photo and putting it on Instagram and being like, guess what? I'm not always perfect. Like I'm not always meditating. Yes. I'm the chakra girl, but it just didn't happen this morning. <laughs> um, and I got like a manifestation out of that. It's like, 
was really a reminder that when I started my brand, it was always about you can be, you're allowed to be spiritual and you don't have to be perfect to be spiritual. You don't need to Mm -hmm. be, you know, going like sitting in an ashram to consider yourself spiritual. So it really was like kind of a funny little bringing it back to the core message um, for myself and like what I was expecting from myself. And yeah, when I posted it, so many people were like, thank you so much. Like I was shaming myself so much. And like, now I know like it's okay to miss a day or it's okay to like do it later in the day. And yeah, I feel like it was just a good reminder for everyone. That's great. Yes. Okay. Tell us about your last meltdown. My last meltdown was two days ago. I was, I like, I was, you know, there's no such thing as a 30 minute meeting. So I hate when people even schedule them, Yeah. but you know, cause it ne- it's never what happens. Yeah. So I had back to back to back zoom calls, you know, which already makes me feel pressure because yeah. like, I'm like, oh, can we just talk on the phone, please? Like, I thought this was like the one advantage of working at home was that yeah. we didn't have to look good. Yeah. You know? but, <laughs> so I was in, I have three dogs and they were just having one of those days. Uh, my two kids, I'm trying to homeschool two sixth graders, which is like ridiculous. I have no idea what I'm doing. And I'm, so I'm on a zoom calls all morning. I was rushing in the morning. So I didn't put pants on and I had like a nice cute top on though, you know, so the Amazon guy gets here to deliver something. The dogs are panicking and he keeps ringing the bell and I'm like, just leave it on the steps. You know, like God help him. Like it's not his fault, but, um, I, so I run out there, I open the door and like, kind of just lean out. I'm like, you can just leave it on the steps. And my dog runs out the front door and I have no choice. Like, so I just have to go out there and get him because like, he'll be gone, you know? So I run out the front door, like not even really thinking about the fact that I don't have pants on and the Amazon guys there. There's a whole renovation happening at my neighbor's house. So there's a whole construction crew out front. The kids are just staring at me from upstairs. I'm running down the street, like to get him. And I just sat on the curb and I'm like, I can't do this. Like oh, I'm at my wits end. I don't know why I'm feeling like this, like working from home. It shouldn't be that hard, but I'm like, you're doing a horrible job of balancing. Like nothing's right. Everything's like resisting you at this moment in time. Um, so I just sat there and of course everyone's walking around cause they're cooped up. So like the neighborhood has never been more active, you know, and I'm just sitting there on the curb, like, okay, whatever you're in your underpants, you're holding your poodle, get back in your house and get your shit together. Like, sorry. Um, so I go back in and I just lock myself in my closet, sit on the closet floor, like just take a minute to breathe. And again, sometimes it really just helps me. I know this sounds ridiculous to like look around and just be like, I've done a lot. I have things I love. I'm very happy. I have great kids. I have great dogs. And I just, I had to get in there though and just shut myself in a tomb for a minute. It was like my breaking point. In the oh past. my goodness. Okay. So this is, we've done like 120 episodes. This is my favorite meltdown ever. <laughs> God, I mean, you had to have been there. And I'm sure everyone's security cameras picked it up. So I can <laughs> ask my neighbors for footage. <laughs> oh my gosh, please do. Please send us the footage. This is so funny. But like, Again, I love that you just like brought it back, brought it back to the gratitude and there you go. Yeah. And then did a manifestation come out of that? It really did. Like I sat there for, I meant to sit there for 10 minutes. I sat there for almost an hour 
and I slept like I've never slept before. I've been sleeping horribly, you know? So, I mean, this is little, I think in manifestation, but I slept through the night, which I haven't in like, I'd say a year at this point, I woke up and I just felt a sense of calm. Like I felt like my kids were happy. Uh, my husband and I were communicating well, like it sounds so little, but I feel like I just manifested a really good day and there hadn't been one for a while. Yeah. Sometimes like it's through the darkness that the light comes out. So yeah, it's so it's real dark. <laughs> Sometimes you need to run outside in your underpants to have a good Apparently. day. <laughs> so, good. Oh, so funny. Um, love that so much. So thank you again. This has been amazing. I'm, I'm enlightened on jewelry now. Like I didn't even think of a, the symbolism, B, the metals, like that is like game changing for me. And I'm actually going to go and look at your website and grab some stuff because, oh my goodness, it looks so cute. And you guys, we're going to link everyone to their site, obviously. And Kate, you also have a discount code for us. I do. So we are excited to give this to you guys. Like we're, there's so much great stuff on there right now. So we're offering all of your listeners, if they're using the code chakra girl, they will get 25% off their whole purchase. Hot damn. That's so nice. Thank you so much. You are welcome. Awesome. Well, where else can we find you online? So we're, we're very active, all of us on Alex Nani, alexnani.com and on our Instagram handles. My personal Instagram is Kate tomorrow. Um, and we link a lot of fun kind of otherwise private content there, but there's always a good moment on there. So, and uh, again, like very engaged with the brand. So we do a lot of lives on there. We do a lot of extended storytelling. So I'm all over the place. You'll find me somewhere. Amazing. We'll link you guys to all the places and thank you guys so much for listening. Kate, thank you so much for bringing your light and we'll catch you guys next week. Bye guys. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, karma's real. So if you love this episode, go leave a comment, rate us five stars, and subscribe. And you're going to manifest a mini heart chakra upgrade because you got to give if you want to receive. Also, make sure to follow me on Instagram at chakragirlco and shoot me a DM. I'm here to chat. Also, you can find more info on this episode at chakragirlco.com. That's where you're going to access the show notes. And while you're on my website, check out the newest online hotspot the Chakra Girl Glam and Grounded membership. We would love to help you activate those chakras, babe. So step into that chic life and join us in the Glam and Grounded membership. Love you, mean it. See you next Tuesday. Thanks for listening.